Catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. Wikipedia is the most visited website in the world, and records say that most contributors to Wikipedia content about Africa and African-related ideas, people, and issues have little or no contributions from Africans themselves. Now, what is more interesting is that of the 30-plus articles in the African royalty category on English Wikipedia, only three pages have imagery depicting those monarchs. In a bid to address the underrepresentation about Africa and make the pages on the most widely visited website globally to accurately depict the history of Black people, Wikipedia has started a project in which it is collaborating with Black artists from around the world to add illustrations to Wikipedia articles about Black historical figures that either have no or little visual representation. Knowing that images drive significantly more engagement than citations on Wikipedia articles, this project is an effort to address the fact that Black, Indigenous, and people of color histories are too often untold or obscured, and to ensure moving forward that this knowledge is made more visible to anyone with access to Wikipedia. The three artists commissioned for this project, Esther Griffith, Enam Bosoka, and Boktawa Malik, will be chatting with us about their commitment and their contribution. Esther specializes in portraiture and is from Trinidad and Tobago. Boktawa is a New York-based hyper-realistic illustrator originally from Pakistan, and Enam is an Accra-based artist who works predominantly with ballpoint pen. Hi, Voktawa. How are you? And where are you reaching us from? Hello, I'm good. How are you? I'm from New York City. That's great. Um, I'm good, thanks. I'm from Trinidad and Tobago in the Caribbean. How is Trinidad and Tobago today? It's great. The sun's out, it's shining. So overall, it's a nice day. It's a good sunny day. It's also a sunny day in Lagos, Nigeria. It's a beautiful weather with all of the hustle and bustle of Lagos. Amazing. And Enam Busoka, how are you doing? Hi. Yes, I'm very well, thank you. Yeah, so what part of town are you in or what part of the world are you in? Well, I'm right in Africa. I live in Accra, Ghana. Enam, can you give us a bit of um, a background of the kind of work you do and how you got into the arts? Right. I am a portrait artist, and for the last couple of years, I've been working extensively in ink or the ballpoint pen. I guess a lot of people have come to know me for that, but I'm also interested in sculpture a lot, except I haven't put out much work as far as, you know, my sculpting is concerned, so um, not too many people know me for it. I guess I became involved with the project, the Unseen project, based on some of my portrait drawings that are out there. And um, I was very happy to, you know, have been called upon to join the team or to join the team of artists that are working on the project. You know, why did you decide to go into visual arts, portraits, doing portraits? Like, why did you make that life decision? Right. You know, I guess a lot of people will say that, oh, they found out they were so interested in drawing and painting and creating things and all that. I guess I was one of those kids. I found passion in drawing at a very, very early age. And so at the time, I wasn't so sure what it was going to you know, be because I grew up in um, an area where 
I don't get to see a lot of artists. I don't get to see exhibitions. I don't get to see what an artist does. And so it wasn't so clear what I would be doing if I chose to become an artist. So it was kind of a black kind of a desire to go into making art. And, but then I guess the passion, you know, for it was there. And so at some point at junior high school, I decided to do visual arts at secondary school. And that's actually where I became aware of what art is actually about and then carry on from there to university. And then, you know, there was a whole world of it to explore. And so basically that's how I became involved with that. Beautiful. So all of that love started from while you were even young or you were still in school. Beautiful one there. Right. Amazing. I like that. I like that. And uh, Esther, coming over to you, I read something quite interesting about you. All right. You've been a studio painter and an illustrator for over 10 years. You're also a graduate of the University of West Indies Visual Arts Program. So why did you decide to take that course? Why did you decide to go for that program? What was it for you, the motivating factor for you? That's one. And two, for people living in your country in Trinidad and Tobago, how have they opened up to art? Well, um, I wanted to do that course because it's one of the main courses that is available in Trinidad if you would like to go into the arts. And I enjoyed it because you have two options. You could specialize either in fine arts or design. But when you're in the lower years, you also get a taste of both. So you get trained in both areas, both fine arts and design. So it's, it's more well-rounded in that way. With respect to how people feel about art in Trinidad, I think it's, it has a, a long history. People really enjoy art, especially traditional art. We have uh, amazing artists historically, like we have Bosco Holder, who's an amazing portrait artist, Leora Clark, who's an amazing abstract artist. So people have really come to enjoy the arts in Trinidad. However, for the most part, it's not really regarded as um, essential, so to say, because we're an oil and gas state. So for the most part, people kind of go into the sciences or businesses and stuff like that. It's, it's not that if um, training in the arts is mainstream or considered to be something that's essential. So um, if you choose to go into art, you have to be resilient <laughs> for the most part. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Esther. Now, for this particular project, looking at it, what did you decide to put in for the project? What did you think about or was, what was crossing your mind when you said, you know what, Esther, this is going to be, this is just it. I have to do. Well, I like um, lending my talents to meaningful projects. And I found that it would have been nice to illustrate people who are ordinary people, but who accomplish good things and who paved the way for many others. And I found it to be unfortunate that they weren't really well known. Even before starting the project, I was not even aware of the two people that I was going to be illustrating, which kind of highlights the dearth of information that's out there for people from the African diaspora, even from the Caribbean diaspora, who are doing good things, you know? Um, so I, I found it to be a meaningful project to participate in. Mm, I love that. I love that. Now, Octavia, tell us a bit about your journey into the arts. Okay. So I'm an illustrator and I'm also a student at Fashion Institute of Technology. I'm doing my bachelor's degree in illustration from there. And ever since I was young, I was always inspired by art and 
everyone around me also was interested so I kind of like grew into it I saw people around me like my father my aunt doing artwork so I was interested into it and I'm a very shy person and I'm not really outspoken so I express my feelings and emotions through art and I also try to express what other people are feeling through my artwork and I'm currently doing my bachelor's degree in illustration from the Fashion Institute of Technology in New York. And I'm a very realistic style artist and I use various mediums. I try to incorporate traditional and digital media together. And I use mostly oil, acrylic painting, and I mix them with digital paint and printmaking. Boktawa, interesting. I love, love that about what you do. Now, you mentioned a little bit that you're a shy person. Is that a reason for your love for art? Is that a reason why you decided to go into the art? Because you don't want to be in front of the camera or in front of the mic or stand on stages and then you have to talk to people. Yes, definitely. It's like it's a medium of expression because whatever I want to express, I can just express in my artwork instead of my words. And I think art is a very powerful language. I think that's a beautiful one. Now, coming over to you, Anna, I'm swiftly, I would really love to know why you decided to take on this project, all right? And how you feel right now knowing that you're working on the project that will bring Africa to the world. I feel on it, I have to say. I believe there are a lot of people into portrait art in Africa. But how I was found, I have no idea. Yes, you asked me about what, uh, you know, drew me to the project. Uh, I think Esther has said most of it. But to add to that, this is about justice, isn't it? It's about fairness. It's about representation. And that says it all. I am bothered by the imbalance of information about, you know, people of Africa online, basically. I know there are other, you know, minority groups uh, that are also suffering the same fate. But to to be an African and then to know what it means to be underrepresented online, it actually was a subject of interest to me before, you know, Wikimedia decided to, you know, embark on a project such as this one in an attempt to, you know, rectify the situation. So I was kind of in a mood for this before it came across. So I am actually passionate about it and I'm ready to kind of contribute to the campaign. So, Inam, which illustrations on the Wiki Unseen project did you work on? And can you tell us a bit about the illustrations? Right. I am working on two portraits for now. I understand there'll be a third one, which I have not started yet. So I haven't gotten, you know, um, the necessary information regarding it yet. So I worked on Rose Dien-Kunz uh, of Senegal. And then the second individual is Miriam Irama Adi, who happens to be a Ghanaian. Just like Esther mentioned earlier, some of these individuals we are working with are people who have really contributed to nation building, whichever countries we're from. But then there wasn't much information about them out there, I mean online. And so you don't get to know about them. So it was one of that I didn't know about Miriam. And she happens to be the first host of one of the very popular TV shows in Ghana, which is the National Science and Math Quiz. I became really interested in what she did and why, you know, with the 
reaching and seeing, and seeing projects but is worth the adding to the list of uh, individuals to be illustrated. And so I decided that I was going to track down a family to see if I can meet anybody at all. And so even before I started her portrait, I thought that is necessary because I could also use the opportunity to maybe gather further reference materials, uh, that images of her that I can work with. So I first went to the University of Ghana where she had taught as a professor, a biochemist lecturer. So I came back to the studio and um, uh, started my work, just worked to the finish. Uh, Boktawa, let's talk about uh, the project, Wiki on Scene. What does it mean to you as an individual and why did you decide to jump on this one? So this project for me is very empowering and awareness raising project. And I feel very proud and honored to work on this project and contribute towards the preservation of history. And I feel very honored to serve as a representative for people of color. Which illustration on this weekend's in project did you work on? And can you tell us a bit about it? Yes. So I created two illustrations for Vicky and Scene. They were of May Miller and William Greaves. So William Greaves is a filmmaker and he's also from New York. So I feel honored and it is a tribute that I'm representing him. And I illustrated him in a realistic style and it is a mixed media painting. It is a combination of digital and traditional art. And I use warm tones in the background for this portrait because of expressing the warm feeling of winning an Emmy Award, which William Breeze won for his work. And I also took inspiration from his documentaries poster that is um, of symbiopsychotaxiplasm. And I tried to represent his achievements and his passion through the color red, which is shown in his tie. And then the second illustration I did was of Mae Miller. She is an American, African-American playwright and poet. And this illustration is also a mixed media realistic style painting. I incorporated digital art and traditional oil painting. And I tried to capture her positivity through her smile and the color yellow that I chose for the background which also represents her pride in the Black community. And it will help people from various backgrounds in receiving the recognition and equality they deserve because people of color should be recognized and people that are this generation, born in this generation, they should know about their history. Wow. Do you think this would be a lifelong project for you? Yes, I think it is a lifelong process. And I think I will be working on more projects like this, maybe more personal projects as well, to represent people of color, indigenous people. And I think this project is a very good start for artists as well. Uh, And I think after seeing this project, other artists will also be inspired and try to do projects and create awareness for people of color. Mm. Now, Esther, tell us a bit about your illustrations. The two people that I chose to illustrate were Ascot Xavier and Mercedes Richards. 
Ascot Xavier hailed from Dominica to an island in the Caribbean, but he was part of the Windrush generation that went to England to help rebuild after World War II. And he became the first black railway guard at Houston station. With Mercedes Richards, she was a, Jamaica, a Jamaican astrophysicist, and she became a prominent professor in universities in America. What I enjoyed firstly was doing research about, you know, on these different people because I found it's important to know them before I could even draw them. And what I found to be interesting about Asquith was that he was just a regular man, you know. He wasn't a revolutionary. He just applied for a job at the Houston Railway Station and was turned down because he was not white. And he pushed to be able to get a job to take care of his family. He was primarily a family man, you know. And I think he just did what he felt was necessary to be able to take care of his family. And that, that stood out to me. With respect to Mercedes, I found it to be interesting that she was a very intelligent woman, but she gave back. So she organized summer programs for kids of low, low income um, so that they could also get to learn about and love science, which I found to be interesting as well. And she was taught from a young age to investigate because her father was a detective. And she said in an interview that everything is, is intertwined. The arts, science, history, they're all intertwined. They're not separate studies, you know. And I feel the same way. I feel that arts and history, science, they all complement each other. So I really was drawn to her as well. And colors, my visual language. So the research helped me to choose which colors I would use to depict them. And for Asquith, I chose to use blues, red, and purple because for the most part, he was a calm man. He showed great courage and he had great inner strength. That stood out to me. And for Mercedes, I chose to use orange because that symbolizes creativity. And she always said that she wanted her students to not just come and pass an exam, but to really feel involved and to want to learn and explore about the universe, you know, and what's out there. So that was very endearing. So that's why I chose Orange. So I felt like it was a meaningful project overall, and I enjoyed it. I love it. I love the color orange. I think it's a beautiful color. My skin tone. Yeah. You don't have to be jealous. No, you. hold on, hold on. Don't do this. Don't do this here. Really? I just told you. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so blue is my color and, you oh, know. Oh, please, Tony. No, orange is the best. At this, at this point. that shows right. At this point, she switches off my mic, so it's fine. <laughs> And I'm coming to you. Would you also use color orange? Well, you know, I work with the pen and, and hey. that means using ink, right? And so blue has been my color. Uh, so I, so sorry, Enam, let me, let me, let me step Tony in here. Let now. me step in here. Thank you very much, Enam. Uh, 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 thank you very much. Yeah. And let's keep the flag flying, please. Let's continue to do this. Thank you. Uh, Gloria, you can continue. <laughs> Oh, Tony. All right, Ina. Do you plan to make this a lifelong project? Yes, I, I do want to be part of this project as long as I can. I don't think I would want justice today or fairness today and then tomorrow I do not want it. Uh, it's a lifelong something. It, it's something I'm about. And so if I deem it necessary today, I deem it necessary tomorrow and, you know, for the years to come as well. The bit where, you know, we need more artists to be part of this project. This is an open call to 
those artists out there listening, this is about us. This is something we are doing for ourselves and for the future and for, I mean, the entire world because information that is, you know, thrown out online is, you know, availed to the entire world, not just to us. We've been speaking to the three artists commissioned for this project, Esther Griffith, Enambo Soka, and Boktawa Malik, on a project by the Wikimedia Movement, which involves a collaboration with artists from around the world to add illustrations to Wikipedia articles about Black historical figures that either have no or little visual representation called Wiki on Scene. And we hope that this project helps scale efforts being made towards making more Africans active creators of information about Africa in this new age where data and information are at the center of economic and political power. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com.